0: It's your boy, Tommy V of Raw Sex, and we're going to jump right into it. And, you know, my mom, you know, and this, and before I go any further, in case, in case you're not a listener of this show or you don't know me, I talk about this a lot. A lot of black women, especially, they love to jump to insulting men's mom when we speak less than pleasant about them. Right. And my whole thing is this. Like, first of all, you, you would be surprised. You think for a second I live a double life. You think that I have to hide who I am and my beliefs from, from you guys? I mean, from my parents? You think I run on the internet and run to my raw sex podcast or run to my Instagram or my Twitter? And you think that I say all these things that I would never want my mom to see? Me and my, me and my mom are very much so close. Okay, And my mom fully validated me a couple years ago without me asking or bringing up anything. I was living with her or I was visiting her. I'm not, I don't remember exactly what was going on that specific day. I do remember we were dressed up. I do remember that much. And she called me into her room and she told me something. And what she told me made me feel like I'm doing the Lord's work by saying all the stuff that I say. I'm not going to tell you everything that she said because it was a private conversation. And I have spoke about what she said before in this podcast. If you go do your listening, you'll find it. But just know that my mom feels very much so the same way I feel about a lot of y'all, especially American black women. My mom is not an American black woman. So all, I don't know why I get to assuming that when you see a black person that we're all from, from the same shit. We're not. Let's you know that now. Recently, my mom, I went to a bank and I was telling my mom what happened at the bank with a black woman that was the teller. And my mom said, you know, the problem with American black women, the reason why they speak to people like that or speak to you guys like that is because they really think that they're your equal. Let me tell you something. And I see that black women and white women, they seem to not understand this concept because they want to go try to educate themselves in all kinds of different ways on these type of subjects. They don't want to listen to the truth. Anything that doesn't feed what they want to believe, they'll ignore it. They don't even want to listen, sit down and listen to it. So they listen to a bunch of non-godly text and a lot of non-godly, very much so worldly, satanic, because if it's not of God, it's of the, it's of the devil. That's just life, right? Stuff to, in order to continue to feed their little egos. Let me tell all you Americanized women something. You are not man's equal, okay? Everything in life should show you that. We are separate, we are different and beautiful in our own ways. You do have an important role on this earth and that is to help reproduce. Why do you think so many women Out there are so successful, and a lot of them who aren't too big and bad will tell you, and they've even spoken about it publicly, that out of all the cool stuff that they have obtained in life, all these degrees and education and career and money and it and traveled the seven seas. Why is it that they'll tell you that they still feel like they're missing something in life, and that usually is either a child, a husband. Or both, a.k.a. a family. Because that's where you're supposed to be. All this extra stuff is cool, fine, and dandy. But that's not what you were put here to do. Okay? Your punishment, because we are both cursed. Your curse is heavier than mine's. That should tell you everything you need to know. I and others will agree. Let's go back to the Garden of Eden right quick. That's where the curse came from, right? That Adam was more in the wrong than Eve. But you see, Adam has more purpose than Eve. So Adam's punishment was nowhere near what Eve's punishment is. i put it to you this way. A man can go his whole life. It's not impossible. I mean, the odds of it, I don't know. A man can go his whole life and never bleed. You can never get into a fist fight. You can never be attacked. You can never fall off a bike or a high place or anything. Cut yourself with a piece of paper, nothing. And you are going to bleed. You are going to bleed for a few days of every month of every year. As soon as your body becomes what is supposed to become, and I believe y'all start having periods between like 10 and what, 14 years old? About 12, 13 is normal, right? Okay, so from the time you are young, before you've ever done anything wrong in this world, according to the Bible, we become responsible for our souls at 12 years old. That's around the time what also happens to women. What happens to boys and women around 12 years old? What happens to boys and, excuse me, boys and girls around 11 to 12 years old? Around 11 to 12 years old, the boy is now producing sperm. He can now ejaculate. And the woman starts to go through her menstrual cycle. She starts to bleed. You bleed. Once a month. Your whole purpose has been cursed. Cursed. Your periods give you cramps. Sometimes that hurt you so bad you can't go to work. You don't want to do anything. Your hormones get off balance. Sex for you is a mixture of pain and pleasure. Sex for men is nothing but pleasure. Doesn't hurt at all. It's from the time we start to the finish. It feels nothing but amazing. Then we pass off our magical seed. Okay. Our lifeline that God gave us and never took away from us. We pass it into you and you carry all the burden. You carry all the load for nine months. You are throwing up. You're in pain. You can't sleep comfortably. Your hormones are off. You're upset. You're crying about things you should not be crying about. I'm not gonna say you shouldn't be like, like, just don't cry about it, bitch. But I'm you know what I'm trying to say. Like, you should not be crying about these things, right? These are things you wouldn't have cried about, you know, nine months ago. Anyways, then you go into labor. Labor is such a painful experience that some women do not make it out alive. While you're sitting there going through all this burden to bring me my lineage. For y'all who say, what do you mean your lineage? Whose last name does the kid get if I'm an active father and I really want to be? Whose last name does it take yours or mine's to my lineage? You could be a part of our lineage, but it's never, it's never your lineage. Okay. I sit there calmly. I don't go through shit. You sit up there, uh, uh, they push. Uh, 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 uh. And for y'all who think I'm making fun of women in labor, if you didn't say anything about Lil Nas X, don't say anything about me. I'm not making fun of y'all. I'm just telling you that's how it sounds like. You know how it sounds like. Some of y'all have kids. If you were my equal. Now, let's go back to the Garden of Eden again. We both did the same thing. Right? You disobeyed God. I disobeyed God. Why were we not given very similar punishments? Hmm? Why were we not given very similar punishments? If we did the same thing, Okay, now let's read it here. Let's read it. You know, y'all like to have y'all facts in order. So let's read it. Okay. We're going to start is Genesis chapter three. We're going to start right here. And it says, and he said, I heard thy voice in the garden and I was afraid because I was naked and I hid myself. And he said, who told you that you were naked? Have you eaten of the tree whereof I command you not to eat? And the man said, the woman you gave to be with me, she gave me of the tree and I did eat. And the Lord God said unto the woman, what is this that you have done? And the woman said, the serpent beguiled me and I did eat. And the Lord God said unto the serpent, because you have done this, You are cursed above all cattle and above every beast of the field. And on your belly you shall go and dust you shall eat all the days of your life. And I will put enmity between you and the woman and between her seed and your seed. It shall bruise your head and you shall bruise his heel. So right there, your child is already cursed through you. Right. It's heel. That's the heel part. Until the woman, he said, I will greatly multiply your sorrow. And conception in sorrow. You shall bring forth children. And the desire shall be to the husband and he shall rule over you. When you rule over somebody, how can I rule over somebody and be their equal? We could really walk away from the from it right there. How can I rule over you and be your equal? Are you in in, in, in from a from a standpoint of authority, are you equal to a cop? Do you have the same rights that a cop has? Do you have the same say? Can you handle situations the same way a cop does? What would happen if you came home and saw your son? or your daughter or your wife stealing from you and you put them in handcuffs and lock them in a closet for 30 days. That's a crime. You're not a cop. The cop is superior to you when it comes to authority. You're not equal to a cop. See, y'all understand this concept everywhere else. God, at that point, maybe at one point we were equals, right? Right? But you, you lost that privilege when you ran away from your femininity. Now look, it says that you... Matter of fact, I don't like the that's the New King James Version. Let's, I got another Bible right here. Right? So let's look at it. Right? Let's look at it here. Let's go. Come on, let's go back. It's a big Bible right here, boy. I like this one. It's the... You know, mind you, I never claim to be perfect. I'm not a pastor or anything. But I see a lot of women trying to bring up script. I'm going to play you guys a video in a second as to show you why I brought up the script. Right? So, give me one second. I don't want to break that. Okay. All right. So, it says... Okay, here we are. He says, I will sharpen the pain of your pregnancy and only in pain you will give birth and you will desire to control your husband, but he will rule over you. So that's a better translation of what was said there. You will want. And that's why you see women to this day. They have this need to want to shame us into being their little toys, their little puppets, their little whatever. Right. Oh, you y'all can't have other women. You can't look at other women. Oh, you you're supposed to protect and provide. They, they want to tell you what a man is. They have this desire. And men, this is why even I have to tell myself this all the time. We, we can be upset at what women are doing, but it's in their nature. Now, this is their new nature. It was a curse that was given to them. OK, now I want you guys to realize that this is, this is very important stuff. People like to talk about, even myself included, modern women, modern women. But this has how women always were. Okay? They're just moving into more arrogance with it now, right? And they're starting to have more leeway. Now, it says here, it says that you will desire to control your husband, but he will rule over you. So how can we be equals when you are literally living your life to only fail at your mission? You will desire to do it. It's going to be in your innate desire to try and control me and rule over me and be my equal or my superior. Anytime in history, let's take a little quick second right here Anytime in history we've seen a group of people That were quote unquote oppressed or disenfranchised In some type of way They started off fighting for what? Equality What does that fight then become? It becomes a fight naturally Of superiority Black people once fought for equal rights Now we want to tell everybody That we're gods and this, and the third Blah, 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 blah We don't want equality anymore We want to be above we don't want, as, even in Hollywood, we don't want as many roles as white people. We want more roles than white people. We want all the good roles that white people once had. We, we want above. Look at the gays and the LGBT. They started off just saying, hey, we want to be accepted, right? And then what has become of it now? Now they want to be in your bathrooms. They want to tell you what you can and can't call them. You're not allowed to speak on them. You're not allowed to touch them. They can touch you. They can speak on you. They don't want equality anymore. That's a fight for superiority. They want to be above you. Now Let's go back. It says, and you will desire, and this is verse 16 of chapter three. You will desire to control your husband, but he will rule over you. You're not my equal. You could be behind me as a wife, as a sister, as a mother, or you could be beneath me trying so hard to defeat me, but you can't be on my level. And y'all say, mother, hold on, you brought up mother? Yes, I brought up mother. Doesn't it say that we should also try to be more Christ-like? How did Jesus treat his mom? You, know what, I'm gonna tell you very bluntly how you treated. When you really read the Bible—Matthew, Mark, Luke, John—those are the stories of Jesus Christ told from different perspectives. Okay, when you really read it, Jesus. There's some parts where you come kind of like, "Dang, he talked to her like that." Jesus treated his mom like, "Ma'am, your usage has been is done. Why are you speaking to me?" There was once a time where she came to visit him with his brothers, his his blood family or whatever. And somebody came and told him as he was speaking or dealing with a crowd of people, he said, my family's right here. Okay? He basically treated Mary like, ma'am, you don't have a say anymore. Your usage is done. Thank you for your womb. Have a good day. This is how our Lord and our personal savior the Son of God, a part of the Holy Trinity. This is how he dealt with his mother. Thank you for your womb, ma'am. Excuse me, ma'am. Ma'am, thank you for your womb. Have a nice day. I used to be attached to my mother, and she's always telling me, you you, you have to go do your own thing. One time I made a comment, I was like, well, what if I move to California and you don't see me for years? She said, good. And at that age, I looked at it like, what, what, why does she want to get rid of me so bad? Because she was always telling me, you need to leave Georgia. You need to leave Georgia. And my mom always wanted me to leave Georgia. Right? And I used to wonder, like, like I used to take it personal. But no, I forget. My mom's face is always knee deep in this Bible. And she, as a woman, knows her place. And she respects it and she embraces it. It doesn't make her any less of any of you other people out there who think you're all that in a bag of chips because the Bible literally just told you he will rule over you. Now, let's go on some more. Now I got to play fair. Right. And to the man, he said, since you listen to your wife now, I'm going to stop right there. Because what God is doing here is he's showing Adam, you are in control. You were supposed to be in control. And the only person you turn to is me. You are a middleman between me and you guys. You're not a God, but you're also not equal to these women. You don't listen to them. And for listen, look at, look at what he did. He, He didn't say. For eating the tree. See, when you really pay attention, God punished both Adam and Eve for two reasons. Because they were out of place. Before, let's go back some. Before he spoke to Eve, he tells her, because you have, he said, he said, you know, whatever. My bad. Right? I read the wrong thing. Okay? But what he told, but the reason why he punished Eve is because you disobeyed your husband. God never gave direct orders to Eve, according to the Bible, at least, right? There was never any convert. This is the first time God has ever directly spoke with Eve. He only spoke directly to Adam because Adam was given dominion over everything in the garden. Okay. So he only dealt with Adam. I really hope y'all can't hear that. I'm so tired of that. There's this this car that's always going. Alarm is always going off. I said two weeks ago I was gonna shoot the car, but I still haven't done it yet. I'm gonna, we're gonna handle that tonight, okay? Now, because it's disrespectful. Anyway, so here's here's what's happening. Hold on for one second. Just make sure it's the car Thinking. think. Yeah. Let's see about they ass tonight. OK, he says he basically punishes Adam. Simply because you weren't a man in that time. That's why every single time you follow behind one of these women, when they're doing wrong and they're being wicked. And they want to be disobedient and they want to be God. That's what what intrigued Eve. She wanted to be God. That's what what the devil had used to convince her. He said, This is going to make you like God. Why do you think she wanted to be like God, though? It's a lot of responsibility, don't you think? I don't want to be God. I don't want to be responsible for you niggas. Okay? Why do you think she wanted to be like God, bro? She wanted to be like God because she was jealous she was jealous of adam and she was also jealous of god i mean just imagine right you sitting there and you know you just you just do whatever you're told basically you just walk around helping this man all day and here comes this this being and the only person he wants to deal with or speak to is adam And you started to feel like, well, maybe if I was more like him, Adam would turn to me the way. See, women always wanted to be important, but they don't realize that you were not made to be as important as you think you were. You were made subservient. They don't understand that. And they get mad at me for speaking on it. Why are you mad at me? And once again, I'm gonna play you a clip later on to show you that even the most modern of modern women love the turn to the Bible, but they want to ignore what I'm showing you. Have I made anything up yet? Or have I just literally just brought you scripture? And I'm not even no pastor, bro. I'm not even no perfect Christian. But these pastors that are supposed to know the word and are supposed to, they they refuse to teach you guys this. They refused. Okay? So the first thing he tells Adam is since you listened to your wife and ate from the tree. And let's validate that with the King James Version now. And unto Adam he said, because thou hast hearkened unto the voice of thy wife. To show I want to I just want to I just want to see something myself hold on hearken listen hearkened without much mental comment so you just basically dumbly listened to somebody you didn't even think about what was supposed to be there for you so that's what the word hearken means right i had to google that. um that guy didn't know what it meant because i wanted to see exactly what it meant because you listened to your wife and ate from the tree whose fruit i commanded you not to eat the ground is cursed because of you All your life you will struggle to scratch a living from it. It will grow thorns and thistles for you, though you will eat of its grains. By the sweat of your brow will you have food to eat until you return to the ground from which you were made, from where you were made from dust, and to dust you will return. So then it brought in death, once again, through a woman. I've talked to you guys about this before, right? And... Basically, all that means is you once had life as your oyster. But now you won't have it that way anymore. You won't just walk around and eat whatever you want. You ain't going to just have life the way you want to have it. See, this is why I say humans can never be satisfied. They had life perfect and they had to try to go mess it up. They had everything they could ever want. Everything, including God's physical presence. But one of them wanted to be God and the other one felt like he had to follow a woman. Now, he put the woman above God. He made the woman his God. Therefore, he's going to be punished by it. That's why idol worship is such a a terrible thing to do. Because anytime you make something your God... That's what's going to destroy you. That's you know. You ever heard the term or the saying "Live by the gun, die by the gun"? That's because those type of people they they what are they they don't they may not look at it like that. Of course, they don't say God is my gun. But I've even heard of, I think it was Twenty One Savage who said something like "I I pray to my gun" or something like that. Like you you've made this gun your god, so it's going to be the thing to destroy you because it's not God. You make money your god, money will destroy you. If You make sex your god, sex will destroy you. Trust me on that. Okay? Anything you make your God is going to destroy you. Okay? Look at those ki- look at those kids who went to Travis Scott concert and thought that Travis Scott was their God. Rest in peace to them, but look what happened. Right? You know, Tra- they worship Travis Scott so much they, they want to go to the front row of the damn concert. They'd never even been to the front row of a church, but they want to be in the front row of a Travis Scott concert. And look what be look, look what it did to them. Look at it. Look at it. Is. Say what you want to say. Say what you want to say. Call me being disrespectful. Call me whatever you want to call me. But it didn't work out too well for them Now, did it. OK. So and please take heed to that. OK. So you are now going to have to work hard. And no matter how hard you work, you only going to get the bare minimums. So some of y'all say, well, there's people out here rich and they have all these cool stuff. You have no, first of all, you don't know what they did to get those cool things. If you're going to live a life through God, a lot of those things, I promise you, you'll never have. First of all, you won't want them. So leave that out of the equation. Nonetheless, our punishment doesn't touch Eve's punishment. Put this Bible back. Okay? So, when y'all like to talk about y'all equal and stuff like that, you have to ask yourself what Bible exactly are you reading when you want to bring up the Bible? Now, I'm about to play a clip, and I'm pretty sure if you're active on social media, you've seen this clip because it's gone viral. Right? And this clip is proof that the modern woman. The most modern of modern woman, when she feels like she can win, she will bring up the Bible until she's sitting next to some real men who know the Bible or real women. Now, this clip is from the Fresh and Fit podcast
1: men and they're supposed they to treat their women, women. They, have, they have a part to play it's in the bible like what's going mm. on men want to be taken out and all this other stuff like you a man like be a man like a man uh, hold on hold on you want a man of the bible so that's a traditional man correct yeah but modern day women aren't traditional themselves why so, should he be traditional it's the generation modern day women are not traditional are any of you guys virgins no. No. Exactly. No. No. Wait, wait, wait. Well, no, 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 because if we're going to put the standard on men that you want them to pay bills and be masculine for protecting whatever, let's go on away. Then. Yeah, absolutely. So none of you are virgins, okay. Uh, How many of you are good cooks and have a recipe book or whatever maybe? may be? No, I I, f- I I f- I recipe book? See, I feel like it's different now. The wife one. does. Sorry, <laughs> the wife does. You cannot be non-traditional women and want the man to be traditional on his side and pay full price for a depreciating asset that isn't traditional on his end because whether women want to accept accept it or not the reason why men were traditional and chivalrous was because women were virgins they're polite, they're feminine, they're submissive and when you got a wife, she was a wife not a boss babe, not a boss bitch none of this stupidity that's going on
0: You've been being with people. Mad? I want you to. to be mad. Did you guys hear that one girl who said, Well, I think it's different now? It's, when, it's, when it's them, oh, well, things are different now, you know? But with us, oh, no, 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 no. You guys stay the same. This purple wig wearing, only fans having, female, I ain't gonna call out her name. As you see, you thought I was gonna do that, huh? She's sitting there want to bring up the Bible. Nobody talking about the Bible. And I've been seeing that a lot lately. And my whole thing is this. I tell women all the time on my my page, on this show, on Twitter. Trust me, if you want to have these conversations, we can have them. But if I could give you advice on how you could probably even maybe beat me in the conversation, my best advice, first thing I would tell any woman and these type of conversations, do not bring the Bible into it. I don't know what that means when you bring it up with one of these new age niggas who had to sit around with crystals and sage and all that other shit like they some white girls, like they're little witches and Wiccans. But to any average man who was raised in the house, mind you, the brother who was just speaking, he comes from an Islamic background. He's not. A, he doesn't come from a Christian background. He doesn't come from a hebrew israelite background. He comes from an Islamic background. His book's a little different than mine's. But he's still well versed enough to know. Right? It's because Muslims aren't that much different than us as people may think that they are. Anyways, anyways, my best advice for you in these conversations, ma'am, is just, I don't know, stick to your point, but please don't bring the Bible into it because you don't want to go there. Because if we bring the Bible into it, if, if you come to me with the Bible, I'm going to make you feel less than I, I could have by myself, and that's not my fault. I, I didn't write anything. I just read. Did I write that stuff? You guys gonna give me that much credit? I am nothing more than a messenger. I am. I am reading the same book you can go get at any store, from Walmart to Barnes and Nobles, ma'am. You can go get the Bible anywhere. They have Bibles in jail. Bibles. They. Some hotels when you when you open the dresser, at some hotels to this day. There's a Bible in there. OK, so what you have to understand is that um, they give away Bibles for free. I, I can I can I, I can get you a Bible right now if you want to. There's, there are people, if you write them a letter, they'll, they'll mail you a Bible. And they will mail you, especially if you're a recovering drug addict or um, somebody coming home from prison or just got out of jail. Right. OK, so I, all I'm doing is reading. I didn't make any of that up. I gave you context. Right, but it's very one thing about the Bible is people like to try to take it and do what they want to do with it, but it's very specific. It's very specific. It's very specific. Okay? So when you guys like to take these things and you want to, and this is what you want to bring up, you bring it up. Nobody else bring it up. We're sitting there having a conversation. I'm telling you it's a dangerous field for you to play because if you think naturally a guy like me who knows what I know, it speaks how I speak, could make you feel like a loser in that conversation. Like you fail, not like a loser, like you broke or nothing like that. But I'm saying like you lost this conversation, this war you're trying to, you're trying to wage. I'm trying to, I'm trying to get you on the same page as us so we can all be on the same page. But if you don't want to do that, fine. You want to bring up the Bible? You want to bring up the Bible? Are you sure you want to go there? Are you are you hundred percent positive that you are ready for that type of encounter? Because if we were to bring up the Bible, and we could take it out of Garden of Eden. Because a lot of y'all would discredit the Garden of Eden and say, "Well, that was then." Okay, if you keep reading, ma'am, you you still lack any real significance that would make you an equal of minds. Name all the most important people in the Bible. You're going to name women. Don't get it. Don't don't get it twisted. You're going to name women. But you have to ask yourself: Well, if you guys are supposed to be equal, why did he never approach you guys? Huh? You wouldn't know where you do have some type of specialty. I I don't know what this exactly would mean to you. You don't. You are the only thing in the world like you. I'll give you that much. You know what I am saying? I mean, according to our knowledge, I mean, if there's if they, if I'm wrong, I'm wrong. But I promise you one thing, you will never be able to prove me wrong on that. Neither would any human man either. Only God himself or actual angel could prove that to me. I am wrong that the only females are on earth. There are no females in heaven. In other words, when I say in heaven, I mean celestial beings. We're talking... Heavenly beings. We're talking um, angels. We're talking God Himself. I will tell you that a lot of people claim they have been visited by a succubus, which was a which took in the form of a female. You know what that is a female sexual demon. Hmm. I will tell you that the Baphomet has titties. Have you seen a picture of the Baphomet? you know, the Baphomet is right. Okay. Baphomet, for y'all who don't know, I'm not going to explain to you. B-A-P-H-O-M-E-T. Baphomet has titties like a girl. I will tell you that much. <laughs> okay. Right. So, um, these are, your, this, this is where you stand. This is what your energy is done. So when you guys like to sit up there and make yourself our, our equals or think that you're equal and you can talk to us in that way and you're going to get your way and men are made to protect and provide and a real man, ask any modern woman, what's a real man? Define a real man and I guarantee you everything she names is beneficial to her. She's never going to sit there and talk about anything that doesn't pertain to her. She might name two or three things, but everything else is a real man takes care of his wife. A real man puts money on the table. A real man marries a woman that he likes. A real, is it going to be a bunch of things towards women. But God's original purpose and design for men had nothing to do with women at all. Literally at all. You see, and people think that God made Eve to sit around and talk to Adam and you know, um, and, and 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 they made Eve to talk to Adam and they made Eve because Adam was lonely and and he you know, no, he was made to help Adam tend to the garden. Okay? Because that's what he was doing all day. I don't, I don't know where you guys get this idea that Adam was sitting around in a hammock all day looking at the sun. That's what, that's what, no, he wasn't working hard and it was probably very fun for him. Never sweated. That's why it was the sweat was given to him. However, he wasn't just sitting around. So Eve was made to help assist him. And to be a companion to him. And I just got into a debate with a woman about this earlier. I said women were made to serve men. She said no, women were made to be companions. I said either way it goes, you guys are lost in today's society. You can look at the word companion. You can look at the word serve. Most of y'all are not doing either one. I want to read you a post now. Either way it goes, you were still made for men. You can can get all, you guys can get all caught up in your little technicalities. That's all that is right there, fellas, is the innate desire in them to what? To rule over man. That's all it is, to always be right. Kevin Samuels, I know y'all don't like him, and I don't care if you don't like him. He always talks about, uh, he has this thing he calls sign language, shaming, insulting, guilting, and the need to be right. That is their innate nature to want to rule over you. Okay, this woman posted, she said, I feel sorry for men. These new batch of bitches, God let Satan release. Don't pray, cook, clean, raise kids and barely pay bills. They don't even want to act like women. They want to get money and BBLs and sit on their modified asses while a man take care of them. This is what a woman said. This is what a woman said. Okay? And here's my whole thing about it. I like the part where you say, God let Satan release. Because what people don't realize if we are living in what, what I call, I call it this. I, I'm not going to act like this is the end all. This is just what I call it. We are living in the pre-judgment, current punishment era. Y'all ever heard of Judgment Day, right? Okay, cool. So we're now living in an era where we are all dealing with the karma of what our species has done. So. And yes, God can allow Satan to do things. If you don't believe that, go listen to the story of Job. And how God allowed the devil to bring all these things on to Job to see if Job was going to stay strong. And still have all this so-called faith that he had. He was like... Oh, yeah, of course, Job love you. Look what you gave him. He's rich. He got beautiful wives or whatever like that. Oh, of course, Job love you. Let me go down there and give him a disease. I bet money he won't love you no more. Let me go down there and take his wife and his wealth away. I bet money he won't love you no more. And God said, fine, you can go do that. But you, you cannot touch a hair on his head. You can't kill him. You can't physically hurt him. There's all kind of doors in our lives for all of us. And based on what you do, how you treat people, how you treat God, certain doors can are allowed to be opened by the devil. OK, so I really do believe that these modern women are a punishment. And yes, God has let Satan release a bunch of women that don't pray. Hold on, y'all. What the fuck? Yo, I can't stand this phone, dude. My other phone, it just comes on sometimes. It literally just comes on sometimes. Okay? Yeah, I really do believe that, right? He let Satan release a bunch of women who don't pray, so they're ungodly. So you really can't follow behind the modern women at all. They have no God in them. Okay? Not only are modern women running from their femininity, they're also running from God. That's why the average modern woman, especially black and white woman, Americanized woman, will do anything but pray. They will burn a sage. They will wear a crystal. They will meditate. They'll see a shaman. They'll do drugs. They'll go get, um, what do they call this shit? They palms red, They'll do tarot cards. They'll read the zodiacs. They'll learn about the stars. But they won't Pray. Because they know the true and living God, the most high, will never, ever be okay with them living their lives the way that they want to live their lives. But they also know they need some type of balance on their spirituality. So they turn to what I call modern paganism. Okay? So these are not godly women. You cannot go behind them. These women are very confident, but they have no confidence. I've talked to you guys about this before. You could follow behind a woman like my mother, a woman like a lot a lot of you guys who are listening right now, a lot of your mothers. I wouldn't advise you follow behind any of them. You're not supposed to. But at least you could, right? You can't follow behind these ones. And I like how the first thing that she mentioned was pray. They don't cook clean, raise kids, and barely pay bills. They don't even want to act like women. If you take away the cursing, the bitches and asses, I really think that this could, if the Bible was to be um, modified for like, you know, the, the new days, you could put this in the Bible. They don't even want to act like women. They want to get money. Who's supposed to be getting money? What'd it say? Who, who, who tills the earth? And from the sweat of his brows, whose brows? So you guys are in your masculinity. They want to get money and BBLs, which for y'all who don't know, this a Brazilian butt lift. And they want to sit on their modified asses while a man take care of them. And mind you, here's a part that she forgot to add in there, but it's a tweet, so she probably couldn't fit it all in. Right? While they do that, all they sit there and do is disrespect men and talk about men ain't this and men ain't that and we don't need men. Ma'am, if you don't get out of your own way and get out of minds while you complain there's no real men left. But you in the way of the man to be a real man, you will not let him lead. You will not let him guide you. He can give you money. He can do that part. Because in true leadership and true guidance, a man's going to say whatever the fuck he wants to say. Any one of you little bitches running around talking about stay out of women's business Why he's speaking on women. I don't ever want to ever hear any of y'all say anything about lack of leadership or guidance. That's what men are going to do. That's what leaders are going to do. You know that. You've probably been a leader at your little job, huh? And you talk about whatever the fuck you feel like talking about, don't you? Okay, then, when you see your employees acting up, what do you tell them about themselves, don't you? Don't you? So if you really want men to be leaders and guided and show guidance, we're going to speak on whatever we see so fit or unfit. So you need to get out of the way. But you can't do that when you're running from your true femininity and you're running from God and you're running from men at the same time. I mean, you guys are literally like just running. But it's OK, because what's going to happen is you're going to run into what I call a wall. And then in the last day, seven of you are going to try to attach to one of us. Just one. So for all you women who are against Polly, two wives or seven of them. <laughs> <laughs> For all you women who have so much to say about poly And because you're insecure Let's keep it real For all you who have so much to say about Polly, Polygamy Polygyny I want you to understand That one day your ass ain't going to have no choice If you're alive to see that day And that's according to the same Bible You love to bring up every time we have these conversations So you worry about having one sister wife Ma'am, soon you will have six. Or you will die. Do you understand that? You will not survive in those times. But you worry. Then for all you guys who are against Polly, all you ladies, whatever like that. And you say, oh, God didn't want this, that, and the third. So why did God pick four women to birth his his his, his people? The Israelites. The Israelite? nation, the 12 tribes of Israel, Israel, huh? Why did he just go through one woman? I mean, he didn't pick four women to birth Jesus, which I mean, that's not possible, but still, like, you know what I'm saying? Right. So why, why did he pick, why did he choose four women then? If it was so unholy, if it's so something God is against and just then the third, why would he choose four women to birth he could have put 12 kids in one woman. Why would God do that? All of a sudden, you got all these things. Now, all of a sudden, the Bible ain't true. Well, you know, Europeans wrote the Bible. What? Huh? That's that's what you got? Now, all of a sudden, the Bible... So the whole Bible discredited now. When you need it to work for your favor interesting very interesting okay anyways like I said four women two wives two concubines slash servants and these women the other two women right they weren't the man's servant they were the women's servant they were serving the wives and let me just let me just throw something out there as well And I'm not saying that I would want this or you should be okay with this. I'm just, I just want to throw this out there that the two wives in this situation were sisters. Yeah. Two sisters who were married to the same man and their female slaves, servants, assistants, whatever you want to call them four women, one man to birth the nation and lineage of God's people that eventually, that lineage eventually led to the birth of who we know as Jesus Christ. I want you guys to understand that. So when you sit there and you have all this stuff to say, I like I'ma say I said it before and I'll say it again. Are you sure you wanna bring up the Bible, ma'am? You sure you wanna go there? And fellas who don't know these things, but you know, you need to know these things, take notes, man. I don't mind you using my talking points. I would love for you to give me some credit every now and then, but I don't mind you using my talking points. Because <laughs> I ain't gonna say no names, but There are some pretty big bloggers out there, big content creators out there that I've been hearing say very, very sharply identical things to what I say on this podcast show. And I can't help but ponder to myself that it's a possibility that these guys are listening to my show, but they refuse to give me any credit. Big names now. I'm not gonna say anybody's name. Cause that's not it's not in me to do shit like that. If it gets too far, I will say something, but well you're just completely just taking my stuff. But anyways. I'm not i I'm not I'm not too cool for school, man. I don't need all the credit. So you take my talking points when these women do these things. And they say these things, you know, or just simply just press play. And let them hear the shit for themselves. Not a pastor. I'm not perfect. But if you want to bring the word into it, trust me, I was raised very much so into it for me to know enough to get you to back up. And, and I haven't even really gone deep into it. Trust me, I've only scratched the surface. You don't want me to go past the Garden of Eden. Yeah, I don't know where it cut off, but it did. And um, all I was basically saying is that, you know, if you if you need to use this, use it, fellas. Ladies, stay out of mentioning the Bible. You don't want to go there. I haven't even gone deep into it. I've only scratched the surface. You don't want me to go past. Okay, you don't want me to go past the Garden of Eden. You You don't want me to go into that. You don't want me to you don't want me to show you all these things. You know, I've already talked to you guys about a lot. We can keep going. All right. Because you guys talk a lot. You guys do a lot of talking right now as we speak. You know, you guys do a lot of talking. And you guys don't even realize all the talking you do. Meanwhile, Woe Vicky. Shout out to Woe Vicky, by the way. White girl, right? Is at the mall at West End in Atlanta. And well, shout out to Wolf Vicky, because she's been doing a lot of talking about the Lord lately, right? She's at the mall at the West End of Atlanta right now in the black community giving out turkeys. That mall is surrounded by black-owned, fe- black female-owned food businesses, restaurants. Why is the white girl that y'all don't like down there giving away food? In your community, to your people, when you guys sit around talking all that smack about how great you guys are and how much money you got and how y'all balling out of control. Well, I will tell you what I did see black women doing on the internet today arguing, shaking their ass, and trying to be pretty. You see, you guys have the worst because you guys have ran from God the most. You guys are the Israelite woman. You are a part of the lineage, but the white woman is running laps around you. Why is Wolf Vicky off Ralph David Abernathy right now as I speak in Atlanta? Where is the leader of Wadada? Where is the leader of Tassili's? It's about to be Thanksgiving. You have become selfish. You have lost your way. And you want to bring up the Bible where in the Bible, you were a womb and you were to serve men. That's it. That's it. And to take care of the kids. Okay. so ladies, you know, and fellas, this is real stuff. They want to talk about all this stuff, but nobody wants to really get into the nitty and gritty of it, about how lost women are in general. Yes, all women, white ones too. Definitely white ones. They're the ones who misled you. (laughs) Hello. Hallelujah. Amen. Come on. They don't want me in my bag. They want me in a box. But you don't want to acknowledge anything else that has happened. You don't want to acknowledge the fact that you are the most lost simply because you Come from the most high and you've ran from who you truly are to the point where now the white woman is picking up where you're supposed to be. Kim Kardashian is trying to free your people from chains. And the same women who have the same money and power and resources she has ain't doing shit but besides looking good on the Internet. That's it. In Atlanta, all the black little girls that are talking about how they so educated, how they got so much money, how they got so much love. But it's a white girl giving out turkeys in your community right now. but I bet money your hair is slayed today. I bet money you done beat your face to the gods. I bet money you got all the smoke for black men when we speak like this. Meanwhile, the white girls running around your community giving out turkeys. The white girl, y'all say, want to be like you. If she wanted to be like you know what she would be doing right now? She'd be on Instagram flexing. Cause that's what you're doing. She'd be showing you Sage and Chris. you know, we you know what she is doing: putting Bible scriptures in her story and in her captions. No, she doesn't want to be like you. She doesn't want to be anything like you. She got your little mannerisms, cool. Because if that's the mannerisms, then what does that say about you? That you're lost. So, you guys can keep bringing up these Bibles whenever we're having these conversations, especially within the black community, and you guys can keep trying to bring God into it. I'm telling you, do nothing but embarrass yourself and make yourself look terrible. It's your boy, Tommy V of Raw Sex, and I'm out.